In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Being an only child, I don't know of sibling rivalry firsthand. But I can at least say this intellectually. Uh, those of you who have children, maybe the children fight with each other every now and again. As long as none of your children kidnap another child and try to sell them into slavery in Egypt, you're doing better than Israel did. And you might have fights with your brothers or sisters, but as long as they don't try to sell you into slavery in Egypt, you're doing better than Joseph did. So take heart. But let's think about the parable. There are certain things in the parables that always have a certain meaning. And we find this not just in the parables, but in the, the prophecies which God gives to be given to, to the prophets, to be given to the people of Israel. And one of the things that has a consistent meaning is a vineyard or a farm or a field that always stands for Israel, whether it be the Israel of the Old Covenant or the Israel of the New Covenant, which is the church. And the owner of the vineyard or the farm or the one who plants is who? It is God. And so now you know the, the key to understanding. You can hear the parables and go, aha, I know exactly what's going on. Well, the, the scribe, the chief priests, and the Pharisees being educated in the sacred scriptures knew this too. And so when Jesus told the parable of the vineyard with the wicked tenants, they knew exactly what he was talking about. And they knew, or could infer, that they were the wicked tenants. And we just heard the story, what happened? You know, it came time for the tenants to pay their rent. And in the ancient world, you didn't always pay rent with money. Uh, farm, farmer, tenant farmers would give the landlord a share of the produce. So the, land, the landlord sent his servants to get his share of the produce, and they were beaten and stoned and killed. And he sent another group, and the same thing happened. These, by the way, are the prophets. You know, God wants the produce of his kingdom, which is righteousness, and rather than give that produce of righteousness and holiness, they mistreat the prophets. Finally, he sends his son, and they treat his son the exact same way. What will happen to those wicked tenants? Jesus is making the chief priests and the Pharisees pronounce their own judgment. Those wicked men will be put to a wicked death, and he will lease his vineyard out to other tenants. Kind of reminds me of when King David arranged for the, the killing of Uriah the Hittite, and Nathan the prophet came with his wonderful story about the, the little lamb, and at the end of it, King David said, by, by the Lord, that man should die. And Nathan looks him in the eye and says, 
that man is you. And so these are the wicked tenants. And they didn't like to be called the wicked tenants, which is why they attempted to arrest him. But they feared the crowds. And so they were not able to arrest him yet, but they did eventually. And the time came for the Lord to be handed over to wicked men to suffer and die and be raised from the dead for you and for me. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.